Welcome back. I'm Jeremy Banning, and this is Catfish. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, shit. Here a minute. Ugh. Got fired. Well, back at it. Where'd you bring us? Yeah. Where are we at? Obviously, we are not in our normal studio. Yeah, Jeremy's lost. Oh, yeah, I'm lost. Remember Antiques Roadshow? On the, on the road, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ileana Stock Car Radio on the road. Yes. yes. God, we're gonna have a uh, a little <laughs> subcategory now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna take the show over for a few minutes at least. All right. Go ahead. Uh, episode 78 of the Ileana Stock Car Radio, and as you can see, no, we are not in our normal location. Our normal. You can probably hear it too. Yeah. Exactly. This is not normal. <laughs> Uh, but nothing about Brian is ever normal. That's uh, definitely something. We are on the road, and uh, on the road, kind of celebrating some of our racing family, literal family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in this sense, uh, you know, we've talked about it here on the show before, how uh, the racing community is like a family, all dysfunctional and everything else. Yeah. Um, but every racetrack, yeah, we know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys obviously uh, got that more than more than some other people, um, but. What we typically do, uh, and we talk about here on the show, is, is our racing family. Uh, but each racetrack we go to and talk about has families uh, that race. You think about maybe the Weltmeyer family, the Hoffman family, the Davis family, uh, yeah. Plymouth and South Bend, yeah. and you, the Stremmies, the Stremmies, exactly. And you brought us out here to the Dirt World, Shady Hill, to talk about one of their families this week. Yeah. So I was approached in the pits by uh, a few select people um, throughout the year that. Ask for some some dirt content, and by golly, we're gonna give it to them. Gonna sling some dirt tonight, huh? Yeah. No, yeah. the shop looks pretty clean. The shop does look pretty clean, <laughs> which is crazy for a dirt car. Yeah. I know this is cleaner than the S4 Motor Show Sports Shop. Uh, yeah, stand. been there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, what do we got on tap for this episode? So, uh, we picked up uh, a family from Shady Hill, the Larsons, uh, Travis, TJ, and Mom Hetty all drive. Uh, Stan, I think, kind of works behind the scenes, and that's Hetty's husband. Um, and uh, they've just kind of got a big family vibe out there. And my short time at Shady Hill, this family's kind of stuck out to me as, as uh, one that has kind of set themselves up uh, kind of home base out there. And they're there every week with or without, you know, a race car. And they're very supportive of the Speedway, you know. And uh, I think they're a good family to talk to. I think they're going to have some good stories for us. Well, I know when we posted the preview on this episode, we got a lot of positive feedback. We got a lot of grief, too. Well, <laughs> that's just because you guys are involved. Uh, I, I don't bring yeah. the grief with me, so I don't know what we're doing. But, uh, well, apparently, we haven't had enough dirt content. Yeah, well, we, we got Brian here. That's why we brought Brian on. Uh, yep, he is dirt. I mean, <laughs> well, you know. Well, our dirty content's on a different website. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's for pay. Whatever. Don't judge. What are you doing with that camera when you take it home? <laughs> Don't judge. All right, well, this has gone off the rails. So how about we just get to the dirt content? Let's go. I'm ready. And let's go. Let's bring them in. All right. So uh, racetracks often have a group of regulars that have dug roots into the ground and have really established themselves as part of the speedway. They don't live too far away. Uh, I show up seemingly every week with or without race car in tow. Uh, and you might get the feeling they have far more friends and enemies in the pits. <laughs> yeah, I could use a beer. How, how are you going to edit that out? Oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. 
<laughs> It'll just stay. Well, it's okay. Welcome, welcome to Ileana Stock Car Radio. <laughs> In my short time at Shady Hill Speedway, uh, I found the Larson family to be exactly that at Shady Hill. You know, regular, it's a good group, way more friends and enemies in the pits. Uh, so why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm TJ. I'm Travis. I'm Hetty. And uh, so how long have you guys been racing? I've been racing since I was 12. I started in the barefoot class. Okay. I started racing when I was what, eight at quarter midgets. Yeah. Then I had a hiatus and Went to the barefoot class after that. Cool. I started racing Powerpuff back when Rensselaer was open. We should get some good stories out of that. <laughs> um, and uh, what was kind of your first memory of racing when, when you guys, you know, kind of it, it clicked that this was going to be a big part of your family and, and your lives? It's always been in our lives. So from dad helping Grandpa Dick to mom racing powder puffs. We grew up at the racetrack, so. Cool, cool. I mean, we all help grandpa, so. Right. Much like ourselves, we grew up at a racetrack. Um, uh, as for the 2023 season, uh, we've had ups and downs. Um, some on two wheels. <laughs> and uh, so just this past weekend, Travis picked up a heat win in the bomber class at Shady Hill. Uh, TJ's in the middle of replacing the front end on the modified after a wreck a couple weeks ago. And Hetty has made her 2023 20, return after racing one week early and um, a successfully attempted a two wheel backstretch ride <laughs> at Shady Hill. Yep. Um, so, where have you guys kind of been this season? Have you guys have been hitting goals at all? I have not. This year has been probably the worst year yet for me, unfortunately. That's that's tough, it, but it's it, racing. It just seems like it doesn't matter how hard we work, there's something out to get us. Yeah. I I just race for fun. I mean, realistically, I don't race for points. I my family comes first, and you know we missed a month of racing between the weather and then vacation so yeah. you know getting a heat race win a feature is obviously a goal but you know our class is so so competitive that yeah it's uh it's a lot of work and you know a lot of a lot of strong cars that usually finish ahead of us but right we get there yeah you got a chance to come visit me in victory lane i did <laughs> make the Whole season worth it, right? Always does. Hetty, how about you? Just every time I go out there and I have fun because I just do it for fun. And Good. if I make the feature, I've made my goal. Good. So. so all you racers out there, remember that. It's for fun. <laughs> um, Remind so, me that this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Uh, so let's take a little dive into each of your racing tests. I know... Hetty, you mentioned Rensselaer, which is a long time ago, and now a defunct racetrack. Yeah. Um, and uh, I know Travis and TJ, you've been racing for 20 years-ish, maybe more? Yeah, probably pretty close yeah. to that. Cool. So so what is each of your uh, biggest win? Hmm. I've got a couple of them. 
between the bomber bonus race at Shady Hill and my Kokomo feature win, it'd be between them two. Yeah. And was your Kokomo feature win, was that just a normal night or was that a special um, event? That was a special. Um, I believe that was this coming, what they're racing this coming weekend, the Vince okay. Osmond Memorial. Cool. Pretty sure it was. <clears throat> So that was cool to get my who, first. Who big. was some of the competition in that race? Do you remember, or you just you uh, took the checkered and that was that? I remember hitting Travis Wolford in the ass. Um, who was that number three? Nutter Butter. Caleb Nutter. Um, he's always tough when he was was racing down there. Um, I mean, normally there's always a tough field of cars yeah. when it comes to Kokomo. So yeah, certainly. Just to be able to do it there was was big in <clears> itself. <throat> so. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, Kokomo has certainly gained the uh, eye and envy of a lot of dirt tracks in the, in the world with uh, their support from Flow Racing and all the sprint stuff that they do and, and big things. They're doing a good thing down there. So, yeah, that's, that's awesome. You got that big win. Uh, Travis. Uh, anytime I can beat TJ and the Bombers. <laughs> that that alone is, is certainly a feat. I it know. is. Uh, TJ, when he was in Bombers, he was always a, a top finisher. Yeah. Last year when, when we raced in the the night of the 50-lapper and I edged him out at the end. For your very first heat race. Yep, for my first heat race win. So that was pretty special. Awesome. Awesome. Hetty? How many um, wins have you had in your illustrious career? Lots. Good. Just Good. in the power puffs. Yeah. No. <clears throat> no. You, you won, won in a four-cylinder? I won in a four-cylinder. Uh, Tony, or Jerry, and Helen Luttrell let me drive their car one night. And I awesome. won a heat race. Awesome. With the guys. With the guys. So I, that was at Shady Hill. Though. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. It's good to see girls doing big things. Um, what's been your wildest moment? Maybe a big wreck. Yeah, mom. Maybe. And <laughs> they starting down there. Yeah, we'll start with TJ. You know. Uh, maybe even just making a, a big feature and racing against some traveling talent. You know. Yeah. Um, one of my biggest was well, there's been a few of them last year. Um, February at for the Night in America race. I made the feature through the heat race there, and then for the XR race at Kokomo, I started 12th in the B main, and coming to the checkered, I ended up fourth, which locked me into the feature. Awesome. And I watched both of those races on my streaming surface. <laughs> Not always bad for streaming. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I know Anthony Carter, I think, made one of those XR shows. Yeah. Not the feature, but he was down there. I was watching yep. him, too. That's awesome to see local guys do big things. Um, Travis, what's your wildest moment? Um, getting a phone call while I'm eating dinner with my wife and daughter. Uh, and the, well, I got a text message of a of a picture of my race car. And uh, next, it's it's getting hauled off the racetrack at Montpelier for the Monster Mash. Um, which I'm sure mom will tell you a little bit more about that here in a minute, but that was probably my wildest moment. Just 
not knowing what was going on with her. So, Hetty, you got a story to share? Uh, my wildest uh, moment was uh, Monster Mash, and I was coming out of turn four, and the quick uh, steering quickener broke, and I just went straight into the wall, and the transmission ended up on my feet, and, oh. and the motor was oh, pretty close in my lap, and that was that was a bad night. Oh man, bad but, night for me too, because I was in that heat race. Oh jeez. Luckily featured. I didn't watch it. No. No, yeah, that was no, a heat race. I thought it was a feature. Yeah, that was heat race. Consider her scent. Did were you able to come and help Travis put it all back together? No, it's still sitting in our yard hooked to a tree. Oh, Where it got drug off the trailer. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's I would certainly consider that a wild moment. Yes, they had to cut the motor out of the front of the car. Yep. I, I can't even like fathom that. I that's wild. Yeah, it was awesome. wild. And, and, she, and here you are. haven't seen a broken block. I don't think that I have. Um, yeah, she manages to pull that one off too. I've seen plenty of broken camera pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Not an engine block though. Well, and you're here to tell us about it, and that's most important. Yes. It's a good story to share, even though you probably don't want to relive it. <laughs> Uh, we don't probably, let her live it down. Probably not Travis either. We don't let her live it down. Good. I, I could imagine Thanksgiving dinner. Remember that one time? It gets brought yeah. up frequently. <laughs> no, the best one was Christmas. Yeah? Yeah. Because somebody in the background wanted to be a smartass one year for Christmas. Mm. Yeah? So we gave Travis a picture of my car. And... We had something. What do we have wrote on it? It said, "This could be yours." It said, "This was your car." Yeah, this was. It was car. a picture of my it car. Was a picture of your car. Yeah. Uh, and then it said, "This was your car." This. Then another picture of it of, after it was of his car, and it said, "This is what your car could be." Yeah. And then it said, "The picture of the car, the on the hook." At Mont Montpelier, and it said, "This is what your car is." <laughs> and then we gave him a can of paint for Christmas. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, good, good, good little family insight jokes and little yep. family rivalry. That's that's good to razz each other. Um, so, uh, which which track, or maybe even it's just a race uh, that you guys like to drive the most or racing the most? I like to go to Fairbury and Kokomo. Yeah. Remember some of the best tracks that I like. Yeah. Good. Good. Local. Midwest. Close. And, and uh, you know, you always get good racing there. Right. Right. Travis? My favorite track of all time to race at was Crown Point. Obviously, no longer in existence. Sure. I don't have a beer, but pouring out for him. Right. Uh, I actually, my one of the most enjoyable tracks I raced out was Macon. Oh. And a four-cylinder. Yeah. Where's that? I've heard of it, but I've never been. It's in southernish Illinois. Gatorish. Yeah, it's about. 30 minutes away from Charleston, 40 minutes away okay. from Charleston, something gotcha. like that. Because gotcha. we were going to go there last year Yeah. and watch a race, and then they rained out at Macon, so we 
dipped on back to Charleston to watch. <laughs> As a true racer would, right? Eddie, you've probably raced at some tracks. My favorite is Doherty. Your Dodge. Okay. The old camp, right? Yeah, camp. Yes. Nice. Yeah. TJ and I ran a heat race there together. Yeah. TJ, of course, won, and I got second. So. Hey, second is best. Yep. <laughs> and then Sh I like Shady Hill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. We love Shady Hill. It's our weekly track. Yep. Good, good. So I've added a question to the script. Um, so I played football, and I always had significance behind my number. I wore 40 because I was a big Mike Allstop fan, Purdue fan. Um, so... Maybe you don't have any significance behind your number, but obviously we've collecting body panels. Uh, so why do you run your number? Honestly, that was back from the Crown Point days um, when me and Travis ran many stocks there. Dad, you know, we, we couldn't decide on what number we wanted, so Dad made it easy. 151. 151. Oh, perfect. So then I kept the 15 yeah. and he kept the 51. That's, that's pretty neat. That's so. pretty neat. Eddie, you run 82. 82. That's not 151. No. That was my other pick, but um, my uncle, Hetty, my who I'm named after, he was a track champion for two or three years at Rensselaer. Okay. And he, his number was 82. Awesome. And then he's got a story on where 51 came from. And then yeah. 51 for me was uh, my, what, second Pinewood Derby car? It was my favorite, favorite Pinewood Derby car that I ever ran when I was in Boy Scouts. So Pinewood Derby, and sort of the color scheme of my car comes from America. Is, is all those. So awesome. I went with a black car one year, and that was it. We didn't, we didn't do very well, and yeah, went back to red, white, and blue. Awesome. So cool, cool. All right. So racing, as we have found out, and. Seeing as it's, it's a big family and everyone plays their part. Uh, in fact, tonight we had TJ run a little late, had to go pick up his hot rod. Uh, but we hung out and shared stories that I think probably could have made its own podcast, truthfully. Uh, but uh, how do you guys manage as a family? And, I, you know, you guys are all from different areas now, remotely close. Uh, some a little further than others. But how do you guys manage the family dynamic and... Going to work and putting together not one, two, but three cars each week. And sometimes, this weekend more more often than not, uh, for three shows in one weekend. A lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. There's been, well, there was one night last year, me, Jayla, Mom, and Dad, we didn't leave here until 6 o'clock Sunday morning trying to get the mod fixed and ready to go. To go to Kokomo Sunday night. Wow. So we left here. Um, we literally laid in bed as the sun was coming up, took maybe a three hour nap, and got up, showered, came back up here, and finished up what needed to be finished up and loaded the car up. That, that's die hard. I, I put respect <laughs> on that. That's, that's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a challenge, especially when all three cars are in three different places. It's trying to get coordinated to get over from here to there to over there. And, you know, the parts running is the worst. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you probably have multiple places to get parts from. Yeah. You know, one place has this, another place has that. Well, I'm I'm in the process of putting my Venom car back together, and you know, I've walked through this building I don't know how many times looking for parts, looking for parts. Well, then I walk, I go home, I open my lean-to door, and there's probably enough parts in my lean-to to put 15 front suspensions under a bomber. Dang. You should probably pull that up to Shady Hill on a Saturday night. <laughs> Make a few bucks. Yep. Awesome. Good. So it's definitely nice having having parts close and then, you know, we got Jayla's mom and dad right outside of town yeah. where if we need something that we don't have, we can run there and grab it. And Good. Good. All working together as a good one big old happy racing family <laughs> until Christmas and we start sharing photos. <laughs> well, awesome. Awesome. So, TJ and Jayla uh, have a story to share and uh, this is our one positive segment for this week. Uh, and uh, kind of piggybacking off of my brother's top moment from the last episode. Uh, it, when uh, it became a difficult time for TJ and Jayla, um, uh, the racing family stepped up, uh, stepped up big, and uh, I approached them about it, and they're here to, well, TJ's here to share AJ's story. So, there's a lot of people that know um, me and Jayla, we ended up in the hospital, um, at the beginning of the beginning of June and um, our daughter was born prematurely um, at 21 weeks into her birth um, on June 11th um, she was the biggest ray of sunlight that I've ever held. Um, when, <clears throat> it's still hard for me to talk about, um, but when, uh, when we went in, they were planning on her delivering AJ that day and we had an awesome nurse that fought for us tooth and nail. And we ended up in the hospital for a little over a week before AJ actually came. And when they were preparing us for her to come, they prepared us for only minutes of her being alive. We got to spend the best four hours and four minutes of our life holding and loving her before she finally passed. Um, but just the outpour from, from the racing community was, was huge in itself. And um, I have never had so many people come up to me and tell me they love the pink on the car. And I have her riding with me Every night, yeah. I'm on the racetrack. She's 
not only on the roof, but she's also in the cockpit with me. So, before I roll out onto the racetrack, I put my hand under my helmet, I kiss my two fingers, and I put them on her name. That's tough. That's tough. But that's that's awesome that you had that opportunity to be with AJ. Yes. You know, and I I know that uh, you know you were out of work and you know maintaining a race team and being out of work and I mean even really just you know day to day life is is difficult and uh, you guys were in a time of need and uh, the racing community stepped up. They did. They stepped up big. They did. And that uh, you know we can't thank them enough for that. Yes. That's. That's awesome that they came through for you guys. You know, when we when we needed the most help, we had the biggest support behind yeah. us, and that's our racing family. Yeah. Here we are for falling out of the seat. Gang's all back together. And uh, so I have ill-prepared you for these questions as intended. So you each will answer on your own uh, three questions, and they're not necessarily racing related uh it's kind of uh quick fire maybe you know kind of think on your feet <clears throat> create some good content maybe it works maybe it doesn't this is only our second trial so we'll see how this goes first question if money is no object what would be the first thing you buy toter and stagger <laughs> the important things in racing racetrack no, nothing to go with it, just the racetrack. Just the racetrack. <laughs> racetrack. Awesome. Good. Second question. What sport, other than racing, do you think you could potentially be semi-pro in? None. <laughs> A realist. He knows his limitations. I've tried baseball, tried uh, football. No, that cut out, so... My knees are shot, so I'm pretty much out too. <laughs> but if I had to choose, I'd, I'd say baseball or, or football. My two favorite sports, so. Good. Yeah. WWF. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Oh, man. Um, <coughs> last question. Kind of a long one. You're stranded on an island and stumble upon a genie lamp. You rub it, and a genie appears to grant you one item to have on the island. What's your item? Uh, probably a race car, because then I can start a racetrack. There you go. I don't know. Uh, a way to get food, I guess. I mean, you know. store? <laughs> Does a grocery store count as yes, an item? It does. We're gonna say that. <laughs> if I was granted one wish or one item. One item. One okay. item. Um water. You know that's good because when you're on an island you're probably around salty water, you don't want to drink it. That's a good one. That's a good one. Alright. So we're gonna wrap things up here. Um first we're, we kind of want to talk about the racers trade show. That's a big thing for your family. 
It's uh, we want to bring Stan on. Yeah, I'll step out. And he can yeah, come that's in. fine. Just real quick, I yeah. want to thank um, Stan and I are getting up there, and so my race car is at our house, and I want to thank Jacob and Co uh, Kyle Myers. They've been coming okay. over and and helping me yeah. and Stan with my car because it's hard for the boys because they right they have their yeah. own. So I just wanted yeah. to yeah. I'll let Stan get in. Come on in, Stan. <clears throat> Perfect. All right. You advertise. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Let's talk up the 2024 19th annual racist trade show and swap meet. Tell us all about it. Tell us all about it. Hopefully, it's going to be the same way somewhat. Have a few new customers. Yeah. And have a few new vendors. Yeah. That's one of the things you like to have is a few new vendors. You know, when the old ones sell out of their good good items. Yeah. But uh, we're pretty well covered with with all the racing equipment you could possibly need. Yeah. New and used. Uh, we got starter people there. We got safety equipment and a great number of parts. Yeah. So. Yeah. How much goes into planning something like that? I'd be usually starting December <laughs> yeah. and start calling and carrying on and acting like a fool for you know, oh. a couple of months. Okay. So if you want to be a vendor at the 19th Annual Racers Trade Show and Swap Me, what, what weekend is that? Uh, I want to say the last weekend of February. Okay. Get a hold of Stan or Eddie, Travis, TJ. They can put you in the right direction. And... Uh, we you know, get you lined up with a with a vendor table, broad in your reach. And that'd be pretty cool. You guys get a good showing of uh, not so much vendors, but uh, I guess customers, racers. We get a lot of racers. Uh, I I did a podcast with Kirby Trent. Okay. Uh, right before the swap meet, and you know, we talked kind of a little bit about it. It's it's. Kind of a social event too. It's not yeah. not just people buying race car parts. It's people telling stories. Tell you, yeah. It's Bring your friend, waiters. It's friends meeting up that you haven't seen all winter long. Yeah. So so you get you get the you know catching up from the winter months and uh, things like that too. So it's you it's not start just start feeling that itch again. Yeah. 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 It's a week after Daytona. That's about when the itch itches. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. Do you guys want to take a minute and thank your sponsors on your race cars? Because takes uh takes a a tribe to get the cars going. Yeah, I gotta thank Mike Smith um, with CI Insurance first and foremost because without him we wouldn't be sitting in this building. I wouldn't have the modified out in the trailer. <clears throat> um, Mom and Dad they they help out as much as they can with you know from swap meet support and uh chris Klon at mlc um fabrication uh dane at black market race cars he's been huge um it was actually pretty funny because this week must be the week that my car needs to go to the nose doctor every year because <laughs> this week last year I, I, was the same thing, yeah. I was doing the same thing and you know he he gets it turned around and knocked out and speaking of your nose job uh 
find TJ Larson on Facebook. There's a, there's a post that for $25, Yep, you can, you can get your name or something <clears throat> said. Name, business, whatever you want, as long as it's, you know, appropriate. We're doing a sponsor <clears throat> panel. It's uh, 100 spots, $25. You know, it's a cheap way to get your name on a, on a race car. And, um, you know, I'm going to do my best to start shouting people out that have already reached out to me to donate to that. Um, so, cause you know, I'm trying not to spend yeah. everybody's money all at once right. and right. you know, racing's expensive enough and, um, all the help. Yeah, certainly, certainly. <coughs> so, Travis? Uh, kind of same with Mike, you know, we worked in here throughout the winter, you know, made it nice to be able to have a, a warm place to, to work on a race car. Yeah. Uh. And then uh, Full Auto Racing Supply helped me out a little bit late in the season and, and pounds hauling. And, of course, Mom and Dad and the swap meet, um, you know, they they help when they can, too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we appreciate everybody's help and uh, appreciate you guys making yeah. the shirts for us. And, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Speaking of. Yeah. Do we do we have any more to sell, or are we we, we we do have more to sell. I'm I'm gonna take the the few youth shirts I have and donate them to the racetrack to shoot out in the. Oh hell yeah! In the we love that cannon. cannon. So we'll uh, we'll see what what that goes how that goes. So yeah. good. We good. got a surprise in the making, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Lips are sealed. Okay. For now. <laughs> awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing you guys at the track each and every week um, i gotta take one more sponsor real quick okay uh one of my corner deli whenever we need pulled pork to take to the racetrack he sends us with enough to feed an army and you know never ask for anything in return and um so we greatly appreciate them as well feel free to bring a sandwich down to me you know, where, down my, in the you infield. know where my trailer is you, you know where to find me what if i'm stuck <laughs> <in a> <laughs> Well, then I can't cross the racetrack. <laughs> well, when you pull out, you just do a little drive-through action. Right? Awesome. Good. Um, now I've lost my train of thought. Choo-choo. <laughs> uh, I kept you guys here later than you were planning. That's so. all right. You guys have had a beer yet. Yeah. Yeah, all right. All right. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for... Uh, being a part of this, I know that uh, racing is uh, is a struggling sport, and we're doing our best to uh, keep keep the spotlight on, spotlight on it and show some positive things. Uh, plenty of negativity goes around Facebook because it seems that's more what it's used for these days. Yeah. Uh, and uh, look forward to seeing you at the track this weekend. Same to you. Thank you guys for yeah. coming. Thanks You're for having welcome. us on. Yeah. Oh yeah. What an episode. <sighs> Not too bad for your first yeah. time hosting, huh? Yeah, how, many, how many beers are you in yeah. now? <laughs> 14. Not, not as easy as it looks, is it? <laughs> no. No. No, pressure's on, man. Yeah. I, I, the biggest thing I learned is keeping conversation going. Yes. Conversation going. We had great stories from yeah, all, we, all four of them. and had about twice as many stories, but some of them were not making camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, well, just, always leave them wanting more. Yeah. Yeah. And always make sure that YouTube doesn't cancel us. Correct. 
but I mean, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Either right. way, though, I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. A uh, couple plugs here before we go. First, oh, obviously. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They did their one positive. We got to do ours. Well, that wasn't in the script. When have we ever followed the script? What am I thinking? Just because he was reading his lines. What am I thinking? My one positive, I made it through that interview. That I made it through the podcast. Honestly, that's the rest of our one positives, dude. You made it through. And we we didn't have to do any work. Yeah, I was kind of like a Ricky Bobby thing. I wasn't really sure what to do with my hands back there. I didn't really know what we're doing. Plenty to do. He was back there reading the script, confused why Brian was actually following the script. Yeah, I know. I did not know what we were doing. But anyway, you made it, though. We're proud. Yeah. We're proud. Take the training wheels off next time. Yeah. Yeah. What's your one positive for this episode? My one positive, and this is going to sound very negative, but it's one positive. The season is almost over. Let me explain. Just <laughs> in case we're too negative, make it positive. So, yeah, we got, what, big, huge shows coming up at Grundy. We got yeah. uh, South three, Bend just three, had their, their season championship. Plymouth just had their season championship. We got South Bend Showdown coming up next weekend. Then we got the Bettenhausen at Grundy the weekend after that. I think that's the same night as Mystery 100 to Shady yeah. Hill. So there is so much racing coming up in the next month. If you cannot find a race, you are not looking for one. Yeah, I agree. Now, uh, how many times are you going to be at the track in the next couple weeks? A lot. All right. Come. Uh, oh, wait, wait. What? You were just up at M40, weren't you? That's going to be my one positive. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you handling a Segway. So yeah, my one positive is going to go to the M40 Speedway. Uh, they got some new owners earlier this season. Uh, they've done some great things with the track. Uh, you know, it's minor, minor cleanups. You know, things that maybe you wouldn't notice um, until you notice them. Mm -hmm. uh, but the track was run smooth. Uh, everybody there was friendly. Uh, all the staff, concession staff, track staff, uh, it was a well-oiled machine out there. Uh, we were, you know, racing by about two or three o'clock, and then we, I know, we left probably about five or six o'clock, so we didn't get home too terribly late on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, but everything ran smooth out there. The new owners are really doing a lot. I know they had a big uh, street stock show this past mm -hmm. week, and they got a big sportsman late model show coming up here in the next week or two. Uh, so that they're going to be my one positive for all the improvements that are made up there at the M40 Good. Speedway. Good. All right. Now we can do all your now sponsor books. <laughs> uh, we'll start with obviously GoodAcrePhotography.com and Good Acre Design. You guys are doing a lot. Uh, yeah, showed off some of it tonight, and you know, Brian's getting out from behind the computer and <laughs> in front of the camera. Yeah. yeah. Clearly not comfortable for him yet. <laughs> So it's all a process. Yeah. Good acre photography. Looks different from this side, doesn't it? Find all their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, obviously what we got going on with the S4 Motorsports marketing crew. Uh, obviously Facebook, uh, Instagram, check out what we got going on there. Racing several times over the next few weeks uh, to kind of wrap up our season. So uh, keep keep tabs there. And then obviously with us, Indiana Stock Car Radio. If you're watching this, obviously you're you're on our YouTube page. So if you haven't liked and, and subscribed and to that's all that of our videos, right? There, Somewhere down there, yeah. Uh, coordination and whatnot. Uh, what are you waiting for? So make sure to hit the like and subscribe button. Get notified anytime that we post some new content. Also, Facebook, Instagram, at Ileana SCR. Did you, you post on this Instagram tonight? Uh, well, your tag should take care of that. I did I post so. to Facebook. So, okay. So we should. Well, we're, we're actually using those things now. Kinda. Yeah, exactly. So make sure you're liking, following, subscribing. Anywhere, just get our name out there. Share the post. Because uh, we want to boost up as many people as possible in the local racing community. So, that being said, as Chris alluded to, plenty of racing going on over the next few weeks to wrap the season up. If you want to go racing or are interested at all and you can't find somewhere to go, that's on you, not on us. So, that being said, for uh, Mr. New Host over here, <laughs> uh, Brian Goodacre, Chris Goodacre, I'm Jeremy Benning. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next time.